Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 1057 The Fan. My family owns over 70% of the Orioles. We're not going anywhere. The principal owners are Georgia and Peter Angelos. You see what we're doing here in the community. You also know that in 36 months, with an 18-month overlay of COVID, we were able to turn the entire team around. I think this is really significant for all the teams in the American League because with, with the Orioles the way they've been built, I mean, you've got Gunnar Henderson, you've got all these great players, Jackson Holiday's about to come up. You just said, well, the window can't be that long because once they become free agents, there's no way the Angelos family's going to be able to keep them. Well, now they're going to be able to keep them. Maybe they go out and get a Blake Snell. Maybe they get the starting pitcher they need. That's Michael Kay. That's the Yes Network. Last night after the news came out, that the Orioles, the Angelos family, has agreed to sell the team to a group led by Baltimore native, it was he City College graduate, David Rubenstein, for $173 million, basically $172.5, after the Angelos family bought it back in 93 for $173 million. And we'll get into the uh, remembrances of the Angelos as good and bad. But Michael Kay stating the obvious. This is a game changer, perhaps. You've got the number one farm system in Major League Baseball, a couple years running. Three years in a row, they have the number one prospect, Rutschman All-Star, Henderson, Rookie of the Year, Jackson Holiday going to make his debut. Samuel Basayo is the number 10 rated prospect in all of baseball who could replace Jackson Holiday as the number one guy. So you have all of this equity you've built up for years of losing, not to mention you have all of this tons of young talent on your major league roster right now, a lot of which you cultivated, some of which came through the previous regime of Dan Duquette, the Austin Hayes, the Cedric Mullins, the Ryan Mountcastles, the Grayson Rodriguez, the Halls. Let's not forget them. So you've had two like outstanding developmental stages. But as we know in sports, sooner or later, you got to start paying. And the John Angelos himself said to the New York Times, I believe it was, last summer when the Orioles were rolling, well, enjoy it, enjoy it while it lasts, kind of paraphrasing a little bit, because we're not going to be able to afford to pay these people. Or we're going to have to raise prices at Camden Yards, which aren't exactly cheap enough as it is. But we had heard and read and talked about the fact that David Rubenstein was in agreement, basically, to buy the team. And now it looks like it's going to be as close to official as it could possibly be. The owners' meetings are next week. Maybe the trade will be finalized there. 
only 40% of the ownership group right now goes to David Rubenstein. But as soon as Peter Angelos passes away, who's 94 years old, then he takes over total control of the organization. So that's what we got going on right now. I guess some of you will view it as a glorious day. Nolan, you're an Oriole fan. What do you think here? Proceed with caution? little cautious. Careful what you wish for kind of scenario? Well, you can't help but think about the initial lease announcement, right? And the rug getting pulled well, out from under us. That was bogus. Right. Now, I think this is a little more concrete than that, but again, with this group, you just never know. Well, it's not Angelos making this proclamation to the media. It's being reported and now almost confirmed by pretty much multiple sources that this is, in fact, going down. And, you know, the estate tax is a huge thing for them, which they'd have to pay an exorbitant amount. But nice little turnaround on a buck seventy-three million to $1.73 billion per se, but look, there have been five owners in the history of the Orioles, five, going back to 1953 when they came over from St. Louis. You had Jerry Hoffberger, you had Edward Bennett Williams, who bought it from Jerry Hoffberger in the late 70s, Edward Bennett Williams used to own the Redskins, by the way, back in the 60s and 70s. Then Eli Jacobs bought it from EBW's estate when he passed away, and then Peter Angelos bought it Back in 1993. And now another Baltimore, like Jerry Hoffberger, Baltimore. National beer was Jerry Hoffberger. All right, Bennett was, Williams was more of a D.C. area guy. Jacobs was from New York. And Angelos from Baltimore, where he born in Pittsburgh but grew up here. And now you have, you know, Rubenstein, Stein, excuse me, taking over. So of the owners of the Orioles, the five, four have been of local ownership. Basically, now does that guarantee success? No, and we'll get into Peter Angelos because I was working at the Camden Club back in '93 and '94 when he took over the team, and I've talked to him on a couple of occasions. He's, he was a nice guy to me, but we'll get into all of that and more. But Nolan, I think this is a a pretty big move. Michael Kay, who works for Yes Network, which represents the Yankees, he understands this. This could be a game changer in the AL East because they're already good now at the major league level. And they're only going to get better. No doubt. We appreciate Michael's uh, enthusiasm there as a Yankees guy, but I don't know how much uh, difference this makes this year. Well, this year, like, that's in, to be right. determined. Right. When he's talking, maybe Blake Snell, when he mentions that, a figure of speech, that type of pitcher down the road. Not necessarily him this year, but that tier. I get it. I, I don't think it does much this year, obviously. This has to all be processed. Who knows how long that takes. Uh, obviously, as you said, you're waiting on Peter to pass for full control to, right. to be handed over. but I'm sure they're not sitting by his bedside going, no. All right. Uh, clock's ticking right. there, homeboy. But the point stands with the, uh, the the big deal has been the, the Gunners, the Adleys, the Jackson Holidays, keeping those guys here long term. That's been the big source of anxiety, at least for someone like me. Personally, I don't think the Blake Snell level guys are till next year. But you never know. It's uh, still uncertain. Cordell Woodland, our Orioles reporter, of course, shaking it up. Sports, he'll be joining us bottom of the hour. 
to talk about that. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Peter Angelos is his uh, sons. Looks like John Angelos going to pull the trigger on a sale. Baltimore guy is taking over in a week in which we're still uh, you know, upset about the Ravens season coming to an abrupt end. Now there could be a changing in the gu- of the guard in Baltimore with the Orioles. Probably at the right time because, as we've said, this is a team that has already uh, gone past the rebuild stage. They won 101 games. They're going to be favorites to get to the playoffs and maybe win the World Series this year and for many years to come. So if you want to celebrate, feel free to do so. 410-583-1057. If you're the, uh, hey, you don't be uh, be careful what you wish for. The next guy could be worse, and we don't know because Peter Angelos came out like a, a gang of Fire when he took over signing free agents and promising all these great things. And that changed dramatically, but been waiting for it. The Angelos name, maybe not as reviled as the Ursay name in the Charm City. But, you know, if you're from here, you know, it is a, it's taken a lot of hits over the last 20 years or so. So, Vinny, what do you think about the news that came down last night as the Orioles look like going to be changing ownership here? Well, I think it's a game changer for the Orioles and I would think Mike Elias is doing cartwheels I think Hyder's probably doing cartwheels you know because now they got the fourth richest owner you know in baseball so I I think that's huge and like you guys have been saying for the young guys I I think because before I think the young guys are probably like they ain't gonna pay us you know now hey maybe they can keep us all together because there is no cap like football you know, where, you, you know, like we're going to lose tax. Queen and yeah. do all that kind of stuff, you right. know. But with this, I, I think it's huge, you know. And if they need to go get a pitcher, you know, and the, the, the ownership group, they got the money to go do it. Whereas, you know, I just hope, I just hope that Angela's like, hey, you know, if you want to go spend, you can go spend now. You know, if you need a pitcher now, because, I mean, this team's ready to win now. And if you need a pitcher, hey. He'll pay because I my question would be, you know, was Elias kind of like, hey, you can't spend anything because we're going to he's Angelos has known for a while he's been going to do this. That's my thing. You know, so did he have the handcuffs on Elias that I don't want you spending anything right now? Before I sell. Right. But will they spend now? We don't know the answer to that question. I think now, meaning 2024. Maybe not. But moving forward, probably. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, not crazy spending, but spending nonetheless, where now it is a realistic shot. Like Scott Boris is probably like, word. Yeah. Yeah, oh, word. No, no. All know, his agent. Rutschman's agent. Yeah, like, let's do, let's get this done. So what do you think, everybody? 410-583-1057 is the number. Orioles changing ownership, as we said. We'll call it to talk to Cordell bottom of the hour jim hunter is going to be joining us who worked for the angelos family for 25 years at 11 30 later on in the show andy Casca will be joining us from the baltimore banner to get his thoughts on the acquisition of david rubenstein a baltimore native and with some friends taking over a team that won 101 games two weeks from today by the way Pitchers and catchers. John Harbaugh, Eric DaCosta going to meet with the media on Friday. That'll be the coup de grace for them for the season until we get to, like, you know, the owners' meetings and all that zany stuff. Yeah. Um, it'll – yeah, it's at 11 a.m. on Friday, which you'll, you'll get a lot of it. Um, but they're – I think they'll be happy, but they'll be sad. 
Well, I would still think pissed off might be a little part of the equation, too. Yeah. Uh, Harbs, Harbs is going to compliment the players and everything and wish that he would have got there. And um, Eric, Eric's going to be asked about all those 22 free agents. And all. that's what are we doing next year? That's that's what he's going to be asking. You know, what are you going to do with Patrick Queen? And what are you going to do with Clowney and all these guys that are free? And my guess is he's probably not going to have a lot of answers right now. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7, the Fan Woman Crush Wednesday. Pick a song, favorite female artist or band. We'll play it for you. You want to talk about the Orioles' ownership change? We're here for you. Fortet 583-1057. It's a lovely day in the Charm City. We're wearing our Orioles. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, company? Haney, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! All of you! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan, Woman Crush Wednesday. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. News came out last night. That the Angelos family will be selling the birds, a franchise they've owned since night late of 1993, to David Rubenstein, Baltimore guy, and friends, Al Goretti, two billionaires. Yeah. I mean, what? Well, billionaires owning teams of millionaires. It's a fun, it's a fun game. It's like real life APA. Yeah. Like when and- I run the 77 Orioles. I'm just doing it and pretend he's doing it in real time. Yeah, it'd be nice to have. Yeah, the thing with Rubenstein is, I mean, reading about him, Bob, he 
he gives away a lot of money. You know, he went to Duke, gave gave them a ton of money. Went to University of Chicago, gave them a ton of money. You know, I mean, he he is he is willing to give to a lot of causes. Well, uh, Mr. Rubenstein, if you're listening, the old Haney Fund needs to be uh, <laughs> replenished because these same-day parlays aren't doing me any favors of uh, recent vintage here. But Peter Angelo's 94 years old. Uh, John Angelos basically took over running the franchise about six years ago. He and Lou, remember, had the public tiff, if you want to call it that. Last year, the mom, Georgia, was involved. Things did get pretty ugly. The Masson lawsuit's been going on, it seems like, forever. But when Peter Angelos bought the team for $173 million with friends, like Pam Shriver was part of that. I believe Tom Clancy was part of that. I know Calvin Hill, the football player, was on the board of directors. There are a lot of fancy names locally that were part of that group that took over for Eli Jacobs. But one of the first things, uh, Vinny, I remember him saying back in 93 was, if I if I own the or at the time, let's give a history lesson. No one wasn't even born yet. The Orioles were still kind of in contention with the Blue Jays. They were lacking power. And the Padres were getting rid of Fred McGriff. And the Orioles were kind of in on the trade. He wound up getting traded to the Braves, and he helped them win the division. They got lost to the Phillies in the chip. But bottom line is, Fred McGriff had a Hall of Fame career, and a lot of his prime years were in Atlanta. But Peter Angelos, in one, one of the first meetings with the Orioles, or the media was, if I was owning the team at the trade deadline, I would have traded for I would have got Fred McGriff. I'm like, all right, whatever. Then in that offseason, and I was working at the Camden Club at the time in the warehouse, which mm-hmm. isn't even open anymore. So this was 93 into 94. He signed Rafael Palmero. So he put his money where his mouth is. Brought it. I was there for the Will Clark visit, who they went after first who wound up signing with Texas. Mm-hmm. And then Palmero was there, Sid Fernandez. They got Chris Sabo from Cincinnati. They signed Lee Smith. They made a couple of prudent trades that helped them compete. So he was all in in 1994. I'm in. Then in 95, got Kevin Brown, traded for Bobby Mania. He was very aggressive in those years. 96. Signs Robbie Alomar. Gets David Wells in a trade from Cincinnati. Traded for Scott Erickson. 97. Mike Bordick comes. Who was the GM, Bob? It was uh, it was Roland Heeman until 96, and then Pat Gillick took over. But either way, the owner oh, oh, he was... had to sign off. And from what I understand, that in those days... The Angelo sons, especially John, may have been more of a fantasy baseball guy and hence may have had some influence on the dad in regards to what fancy names we need to bring in. But my point is, so Eric Davis, Jimmy Key, signed Mike Bordick. I mean, he was spending money hand over fist to improve the team. They had the highest payroll in baseball in 98-99. They were spending some jack. Got Albert Bell. Eventually did sign Will Clark. Delion Otis Shields. I mean, they had all these, at the time, former All-Stars he was bringing in. And they were winning. And then they kind of bottomed out. The meddling cost them Davey Johnson. 
The meddling cost him eventually Pat Gillick. It just became a little too much to overcome in regards to these hands-on sort of owners. As you know, oh, Vinny. I, I know extremely well. Disco Dan Snyder down there. Well, he he had a he, Peter had an entourage of dudes. Everybody's got entourages of dudes. And then he had his, like we said, I don't know if this is truth or fiction. I'm guessing maybe kind of on the truth side. You know, the son's, well, you know, this guy's pretty good. He's good. He's fancy. Let's go get it. Point is, early in his regime, let's spend that cake, baby. And then go back to 2004. Sign Miguel Tejada. Uh Sign Javi Lopez. Made a serious run at Vlad Guerrero who wound up signing with the Angels. So they were all in it to win it. After, like, the 97 team, a lot of the free agent signings turned out to be debacles, and then he got a little more frugal when it came to spending, and then once the losing started to happen, 45,000 people weren't showing up at Camden Yards every night. Now, I'm telling you this because I was there. Tuesday night against the Twins, 40,000 people were there. No. Wednesday night against the Royals, 40,000 people were there. Sunday afternoon against Seattle, 40,000. Every year, they were drawing 3 million people a Who year. Who made him flip, Bob? Who? Why did he become cheap? I have cheap? no idea what changed his mindset. Maybe the Albert Bell contract where they gave him a ton of dough, and then he got hurt, and then they had to rely on insurance to pay it off. But there was definitely a flip of the switch. And then once the reputation of meddling yeah. started to get out there, then, you know, people were reluctant to even take the jobs. I go here, and I'm not going to be able to do anything. Right. I'm trying to swing a trade, and I can't get in touch with somebody that's going to okay the trade. And then we saw everything kind of bottom out. Then they had the resurgence for five years under Buck Walter and Dan Duquette. And then that was kind of it. Yeah. And then they sucked for a while, and the suckage led to where they are at this time. And now new ownership will take over here, led by Baltimore native David Rubenstein. It's not official yet, but it looks like it will be. So the Angelos era was mixed with controversy, some success. Yeah. And he brought a little swag to the equation when he first was there. And then, you know, then they bottomed out. For a long, they didn't make the postseason for 14 years, which in Orioles lore is unfathomable. Yeah, you, you know what's crazy, Bob, is just in Baltimore and Washington. I mean, the Nats are for sale. The Orioles have been sold. Redskins have been sold. I mean, it's it's and you talk about you know that Angelos brought in all those people. Look at all the people Josh Harris brought in. You know, same type of deal, and I'm sure. That well, Cal Ripken's going to be involved sure. in the deal. To too. what level remains yeah. to be seen. Yeah. I mean, he's part of the group, not confirmed, of course. But the Orioles are being sold. If you have a issue with that, then you're be the one. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. If you want to celebrate, you can do that too. If you're cautiously optimistic, that could be part of the equation as well. Two weeks from today, pitchers and catchers. Let's go to Matt in Baltimore. Matt, what's happening? Hey, good morning, fellas. How you guys doing today? Good. Well, this is uh, definitely some good news to take the sting out of the Ravens' ending of the season. Um, I'm going to take a different approach first. I would just like to, and I doubt he's listening, but I'd like to just uh, say thank you to John. He kind of brought the team forward 
and the 21st century when he took over, he got his Mike Elias and uh, just thank the whole family for the good that they did do. As you just got done saying, it wasn't all good, but they did try it. Let's time. not forget the uh, commitment to the international signing and the Dominican baseball complex that they just uh, cracked the seal on last week. So, I mean, doing some very baseball savvy things as well. Exactly. And I don't think um, we have too much to worry about. As we know, anything that's unknown is still an unknown. But I don't. If, if the rumors are true that uh, Cal is involved, I don't think he'd get involved with someone that is going to take steps backwards or stand pat. You know, um, I, I do believe that we will be able to now sign the core players that we have, and uh, I look forward to the future. So thanks for taking my call, guys, and welcome to Baltimore, Mr. Rubenstein. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. Those contracts, Bob, they're going to be big, yeah. big. Have chance of signing everybody. <laughs> no, ain't happening. Even in an unlimited sort of right. way. It, it, the Yankees can't keep everybody. The dot, People need to be sacrificed oh. to bring in other high-priced uh, free agents. But that's the thing I believe excites people is, all right, this guy might be more aggressive. There might not be excuse making and micromanaging. You know, like Steve Bashotti when he took over for Art Modell, just kept everything the same. Yep. Now they did get rid of Brian Billick, brought in John Harbaugh. That's worked out brilliantly for them. Well, maybe not this week. People want to hear that because Harbs is taking the heat. But you know, you got to have that continuity, man. You can't just keep having this constant turnover and then. There's never going to be – look at Cleveland with uh, Haslam, Vinny, when you were watching him with your boy there. I mean, just look at the teams that never succeed and go long periods without having success. What's the common denominator? Either being cheap or having mismanaged franchises. And and let's say – let's just say, for instance, Bob, that he brought in his own people, which is not happening but because it's so good. But if he brings his own people, then what do they want? Then, uh, then all of a sudden, you know, what they want changes. Type of guy they want change. You know, then you're, you're, you keep starting over every time you change ma- uh, personnel, GMs, and head coaches and those kind of things. And you, you can't – all you're doing is you keep spinning your wheels. For instance, and I'm not saying it's happening – but if David Rubenstein came in and a year after he took control of the team, you're like, oh, well, we're going to get a new GM. He's got, I'd be like, where's the Angeloses? Break them back. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7, the fan, Cordell Woodland, shaking it up, sports, Orioles and Ravens reporter. He's going to be joining us coming up at 11 o'clock. We're going to do raids for the uh, grades for the Ravens. Season is over. I mean, we can get into it like, hey, your regular season grade was great, but you failed your final exam. We'll talk about that more. Orioles under new ownership. It looks like it's real. Your thoughts. 410-583-1057. Woman Crush Wednesday. Your sports information station. 1057 The Fan. Good evening, Haiti. 1057 The Fan. It's Woman Crush Wednesday. Pick a song. We'll play it. Favorite female artist or band. Talking about the Orioles. Being sold, it seems, to... uh, Baltimore native, native David Rubenstein and his partner Mike Algaretti for uh, $1.72 billion. The Orioles uh, purchased the franchise from Eli Jacobs 
almost 31 years ago for $173 million, which at that time was a pretty hefty price tag. But that's the news there. What does all of it mean? We don't know yet. We're all going to follow along together. It's Vidi and Haiti, Bob Haiti, Vidi Serrato. Nolan's on the other side. Let's bring in from Shagging It Up Sports. He's our Orioles and Ravens reporter on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Cordell Woodland. Cordell, what's happening? What's up, fellas? All right. The news broke yesterday on a stun meter for you because we had heard and read about Rubenstein definitely being involved and almost like an agreement had already been reached. But when it came out yesterday, were you floored on a 1 to 10 uh, level? Where was Cordell when you heard this one? Uh, like you said, we we definitely had heard rumbling about this over the last couple of months. So I wasn't, you know, my shock level wasn't at a 10. Um, but I, I'd say it was at a 7 seven or eight, you know, um, is one thing to hear the rumors and see these reports of them mingling together, but it's another thing to see numbers and, you know, start finding out who's a part of the ownership group and, you know, things like that. It look like this is looking like a real deal. And, um, you know, this is kind of a down week for, for Baltimore sports after what happened on, uh, for the Ravens on Sunday. So, uh, I don't think that this type of news could have come at a better time for most people, at least. Yeah, as the uh, sting of the Ravens' loss is still very much part of our reality. But there are so many different questions to ask about the sale and potentially what uh, the Rubenstein group's going to do in regards to spending money. I mean, I was thinking about, will the name be up for sale sponsorship-wise for Camden Yards, but given all of the young talent they have, the young talent they've cultivated that's soon to be at the major league level. Cordell, you know you're in that uh, clubhouse all the time. Is it more encouraging, I guess, to say now to Oriole fans that the chances of signing a Gunnar Henderson represented by Scott Boris are much better than they would have been Gunnar Henderson represented by Scott Boris signing with an Orioles team led by the Angelos family? Yeah, I would imagine so. You know, um, they're getting one of the more richer owners in baseball if this move does indeed go through. And, you know, you, you look at you look at what's kind of been the knock against this Angelos family is that they're not spending money. And you look at this offseason, it's been very quiet in itself. But even when you look at some of these young guys on the team, like you mentioned, I, I think that has to be at the forefront of any new ownership group's mind. Um the good thing about it is when owners come in, you know, you're in that honeymoon phase and they, they want to say and do all the right things at the beginning. So I would imagine on their list of things to make the, to put a smile on fans' faces, it would be to, you know, give them some sort of clarity on the futures of some of their young, bright stars. So, look, I mean, this, the Orioles team has been built up kind of in-house Unlike most teams in baseball right now, I mean they've got the best farm system in baseball, and it's it's not just a you know a situation where it's going to be like that for this year. It looks like for years to come, if they want, and that's not even including some of the top talent on the major league roster. So they'll have to you know obviously take care of some of these top notch guys while also finding ways to spend money externally as well. And now we look maybe at this off season. Look, pitchers and catchers, as you know, Cordell, two weeks from today. And there's still like the Blake Snells of the world out there, Jordan Montgomery, looking for employment. Would this move possibly, and we're just speculating, we don't know, impact Baltimore being aggressive there? Or is this more of a, 
you know, wait till next year when it comes to really writing these big fat checks to free agents here. Yeah, I mean, you know, these things take time. While it's out here to us, who knows how long it'll take before it becomes official. And like you said, pitchers and catchers, you know, that that's right around the corner. Um, so I don't have a lot of high hopes for this year. This is more so a long-term investment. You know, the I, I, it'd be great to, to bring in some of those pitchers. And look, it, Mike Elias hasn't been shy about that's been their top priority this offseason is going out there to get pitchers. And to this point, it hasn't gone the way I'm sure he would have liked it to go. Um, but going forward, I think going into next offseason, that's probably when you can start to expect them opening up the checkbooks to outside guys. But if this deal gets done, you know, anytime remotely soon, that may not stop them from, you know, making that commitment, that long-term commitment to some guys already on this team. But obviously, like I said, this ownership thing, it can take forever at times. So we'll just have to see how it unfolds. Cordell, let me ask you this, because I was just reading now that the Seattle Seahawks, Cordell, they haven't named Mike McDonald yet, but they're keeping him over for another day today. So, I mean, you keep a guy back-to-back days, probably going to meet with the owner and stuff, and you got a lot of guys – you know, that are interviewing for jobs. Who's going to be, who do you think gets elevated? In in terms of, oh, you're talking about with the Ravens to yeah. defensive coordinator? Yeah. Um, well, I think if Denar Wilson's still on the team, then it'd be him, I would imagine. Um, or, you know, it'd be between Weaver. him and Anthony Weaver, yeah. obviously. You know, those would be the two top candidates. But, I mean, I don't know who, how many of these defensive staff guys are even going to be on this team despite whatever happens with Mike McDonald, it seems like all of these guys are rightfully getting interviews to get, you know, opportunities elsewhere. Zach Orr also has his name in the hat with some jobs. So um, Denard Wilson has been a godsend for this, for this uh, secondary this year. I'm pretty sure the Eagles are kicking themselves Mm -hmm. for letting him go considering what's gone on on their defense. Um, So you can't go wrong with him. I don't think you can go wrong with Anthony Weaver, who's been with the team forever and, you know, has been around this league, has played in this league as well. So um, I, I think they have a couple of good options in-house. Cordell Woodland shaking it up. Sports you get here at weeknights here on The Fed, and he's our Orioles and Ravens reporter. Cordell, appreciate your time here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. We shall talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. You got it. Cordell Woodland, everybody, will come back, take your phone calls. Orioles are being sold, it seems. It's not official yet. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Jim Hunter is going to be joining us. Longtime voice of the Orioles. 25 years, as a matter of fact. 1130, talk about this move and the long-term ramifications of it. We'll look at the Ravens. We'll grade them. Hey, uh, Johnny, you got an A all season long, but uh, you got an F in the playoffs. We'll get into that and more here on The Fan. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Send your request. Plot Sport text on your favorite female artist or fan. Ravens grades. Yeah, we're, we're at that point of the season, everybody. Coming up 11 o'clock, whip around 11.15. Jim Hunter, longtime voice of the Orioles, our colleague here on 105.7 The Fan, talking about the uh, looks like sale. It's happening. David Rubenstein, Mike Algaretti, taking over for the Angelos family for a cool 1.7, what is it, 1.7, 2.5 billion dollars? 
31 years ago, not even. The Orioles were uh, bought for $173 million by Peter Angelos and his group. So, boy, how times have changed. Then again, bleacher seats used to be 6 bucks back in 1993. Now I think you got to uh, hand over your Social Security card and uh, let them uh, keep your car. Well, Bob, back— And if you don't pay, they'll take your stuff. Back in those days— I could get, like, uh, three burgers, two fries, and a Coke for $2. Yeah, not anymore, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> $2 burger? I don't think I'd be eating a $2 burger unless I wanted botulism or something like that. But Orioles are being sold. Does this excite you? Does it concern you? It's to local ownership yet again, or at least a guy who's from Baltimore, went to City College right there across the street from where Memorial Stadium used to be. So are you cool with that? Give us a buzz. Ravens grades, we could do that too. Anything anything else going on in your world? We're here to let's share the world together, shall we? Let's go to uh WGK Law brings us Brian in Bel Air. Brian, what's up? Brian. Brian, Brian. Hey guys, sorry, sorry about that, guys. I just want to start off saying I love your show. It's my favorite on the fan. Uh Vinny, I, I share your love for Boxel Pizzeria, the tie-in cold cut with the uh tie-in dressing. Spot on. As Vinny often says, uh, as Bob says, I digress. Uh, out of a scale of one to ten, David Rubenstein is a one, is a ten. It, this guy, I've been following him. I've been following the financial sector for many years, and he interviewed Mark Lazare recently. He used to own the Bucks, uh, and I had a feeling a guy like this was going to get involved. He's in the business sector, and he knows how to make deals. Uh, he also gives a lot of money locally. John Hopkins, he gives a lot of money yeah. to also. And I think this is a home run for us. I think we finally have someone who's going to make moves and be aggressive. Uh, and also, we're going to be able to keep Elias. I was worried that we were going to lose him. Um, and that's all I have. Thank you guys so much. All right, Brian. Thank you for calling the fan. And he's very excited. He gives it a 10. That higher. Let's not forget, too, the Orioles did eventually come to the lease. Not that bogus thing that happened on the night they clinched. Everybody's taking victory laps for something that didn't even uh, take place. But 15-year lease. Could extend. We'll see what uh, David Rubenstein and Mike Augaretti are going to do. But they did open up $400 million. Not the six, because they didn't get the 30-year lease. But 400 mil for improvements to Camden Yards and around that area. I think any time new guys come in, Bob, they want to make the place look... They want to put their stamp on it. Right. Let me ask you this. And I'm asking you and the fans, and if you want to get in again, 4-5-8-3-1-0-5-7. I've long been against... Selling the naming, naming rights to Camden Yards. And I still am, quite frankly. Because Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park, Dodger Stadium. They're mm. like Wrigley Field. They're iconic venues. And Camden Yards is the benchmark for all of the new stadiums that have been built after them. Now, it's extra revenue. We get that. <clears throat> but then you get it. Look at M&T Bank Stadium. has been holding steady with M&T Bank, which is my bank, by the way. But it, what was it? PSI Net Stadium, Nolan. Then it was, what, Ravens Stadium because they didn't have a corporate sponsor. You always... Look at Heinz Field now, whatever the hell that yeah. thing is. Yeah. I mean, you always run the risk of that corporate sponsorship ending where the Wizards play in the Caps. Uh, Capital One Arena. It was MCI Center. Then it was the Verizon Center. You know, I liked it when it was the Baltimore Civic Center or the Capital Center. That's the risk you run that the name changes multiple times. And it, to me, and I'm just speaking for Bob Haney, it kind of loses Camden Yards. 
Not saying it's as iconic as Yankee. Well, actually, it is more so because it's not even Yankee Stadium anymore. The real Yankee Stadium's level. This yeah. is new Yankee Stadium. But you get my point. Yeah. Let's go down to what's a matter, you investment firm stadium brought to you at Camden Yard. Then the name becomes like 72 miles long. It's like, I don't know if I want that. I, I would think that would kind of, if you're going to do it, I don't think you do it right away. Because I think that would, I, I think people kind of feel like you feel. But do you do something like, Bob, if you do it like some stadiums do, um, such and such name at Camden Yards or, you know, that I kind of thing? I can see that being a reality. Yeah, that's what I see. I mean, look at where, where Maryland plays now. It used to be, comp, well, Xfinity changed names, but it's Gary Williams Court and then it's CQ right. Stadium. Yeah. Let me ask team. you this, Bob. If the owners said, okay, we can. If we want to sign all these guys and we want to spend money, are you okay if we do? Are you okay if they do that? You know, I mean, if you're going to change, add the name, you know, like that. Like well, if I you just say said, we're signing Gunnar Henderson right. to a 10 year deal, we're going to call it Go Bleep Yourself Stadium. Hey, I'll meet you at Go Bleep Yourself oh, Stadium for yeah. the game at 1 I think that's how most <laughs> Oriole fans would probably be. It's all about the doves eventually, but then the cash. It all kind of goes hand in hand. You know what I mean? As, Look as, at the NFL, Bob. As your entertainment value increases on the field, yep. so does the concessions and the fun to, to get there. The prices for that increase as well. 410-583-1057. We'll come back, take more of your phone calls. People are getting in. We're going to get to the Ravens grades. Come up here we got whip around jim hunter longtime voice of the orioles we'll talk about the sale we get we're going to the senior bowl again clay harbor former nfl tight end used to be with the jacksonville jaguars senior bowl coming up on saturday hey people are already you're already reading stories about how joe blow helped himself yeah after the first day at the senior bowl if that means anything you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 